The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey guys, Seth's taking the, a well-deserved weekend off. The poor guy hasn't had a weekend off, uh, I don't think so, since he got sick after the ISC show. So, uh, yeah, he had a little flu run and he took a couple of weeks off and we... We've been working him every weekend. It's just been he does, he's not used to that. Kemp Brown live in studio, uh, trying to fill in for Sep and, uh, and my old buddy hanging out on the other side of the table from Intimidator Sport Fishing. We got Captain Mike Graver. So we'll be talking to Captain Mike as well. We got a lot going on. We're going to be, uh, talking to, uh, Captain Steve Mitchell. He's, uh, been chasing some salmon around, catching a few halibut. Merlin called. I think he's sitting on the couch today. A little windy in Bodega, he said. Um, I think it's, I think it's living up to that old Blodega Bay term that they always like to use down there. I think it's uh, a little ugly. Avian Klein's going to be checking in from the Congressional Sportsman Foundation. Mike Ogney, uh, man, you're going to hear about a giant halibut coming over the rail of the drift boat. In Alaska. That's kind of crazy. Mike's going to be checking in live from uh, the Seattle airport, actually. He's headed back home from Alaska, so he's got a little bit of time. Alan Fong will be giving us our what's hot and what's not. And I've got an invitation, actually, uh, to climb aboard the California Dawn tomorrow. Trying to make it all work into my schedule, but let's go down to, uh, let's go down and hop on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith. What's going on, big dog? Hey, just just making our way out here right now, Kent. Got uh, got a bunch of anxious anglers to capitalize on all this good halibut fishing. Man, it is pretty phenomenal down here. Still, pretty still ep- going good. Pretty epic uh, halibut fishing. How about the wind today? Is it uh, is it howling? Uh, howling. No, He's in that. Yeah, the direction uh, the wind. We're protected by point rays. It's going to come today, but we're going to be out of the ocean by then. Uh, one o'clock, we should see some blistery conditions here. It's already outside of us, but, uh, you know, not, not the fear. The, the bay bite has been epic as well. So, yeah. um, we got limits of halibut out in the ocean yesterday, or excuse me, the day before, uh, we had limits out there. Some of the guys that hung tough limits there yesterday, but. Uh, double back in the bay and got near limits in the bay. So you have options if you don't want to get seasick. You can just come inside and find uh, quite a few fish. I mean, it's just been a one big year. And, you know, that's the only thing about the coronavirus. It's kept the draggers off the waters. A lot of the commercial guys have just stopped fishing because they just don't have the market. So right. uh, the average angler, sport guy, is reaping the benefits right now of an up year and not the same amount of pressure that we would typically see on a, on a, on a usual year. There's usually about four or five draggers out there dragging big nets all over the bottom this year. They're just, just not there. So what you're telling me, uh, since the, the guys at CNC invited me to come down and go with them tomorrow, you're telling me I should probably do that. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, 
I'm saying, you know, if it's a go to go do a day, I, I think you guys are going to see a lot of fish. And, uh, yeah, I, I come out. I mean, if it were me, I'd want to show up on the boat. I don't need a rod. I can just reach up behind you in the, uh, in the, in the, in the, uh, cabin and grab whichever one of yours I want to fish with. Yeah. You could grab a, you could grab a, one of my rods and you can bring one of your bass rods. You know, most, uh, most of the lead we're using under eight ounces here or eight ounces or less. So you right. should be fine. All right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm probably going to be able to pull it off. So I, you may see me tomorrow on the California Dawn. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I got my doors reinforced here. Well, I wanted to warn um, you. I wanted to warn you. <laughs> no, we, we'd love to have you, Kent. It'd be a lot of fun having you bass guys out and getting you guys not to swing on a bike. <laughs> Well, we're trainable. We're trainable sometimes. Uh, I'm just going to stand next to Ish. That's all. That's all I need to do. But hey, man, you guys, uh, I'm hearing, uh, and we're going to be talking to some of the guys that are chasing salmon as well. Uh, so that's kind of an option down there too, isn't it? I think J- James is in that one bad section out in front of the harbor. Yeah, I'm back out okay. of it. You have a salmon fishing. You hear me now, Ken? Yeah, I got you way better now. Yeah. Uh, you hear me now, Kent? You got me? <laughs> I got you, James. I got you. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, the salmon bite was excellent yesterday. My other boat, El Dorado 3, came in with 19 limits of salmon to 29 pounds. So a lot of fish uh, gathered up here real close to the gate yesterday. Guys had limits to near limits on all the charter boats. Uh, if you're out in your own private boat, exercise a little caution. We do have some winds coming in today. Don't get greedy. Uh, see the first sign of wind and get in. But, uh, those are the guys that did, that did, uh, brave it out there yesterday. They got limits. So fishing is excellent on the salmon too. So take your pick. Either one, you can't really go wrong right now. Right. Excellent, excellent fishing. Right. That's gonna, that's gonna be good. And, um, how much longer is this wide open halibut deal gonna be going on, you think? You know, it's hard to say. Typically we're switching over to, uh, rock cod fishing this time of year, but, you know, with the light pressure, I mean, we may see fish counts and limits all the way into August at this rate. I mean, just a lot of fish. And, and with the salmon being good, too, it also takes a lot of pressure off the bay. So there's a handful of us that, that do fish a lot of halibut that are going out and getting them every day. So, you know, usually usually through August, I've had them go as late as September. but um, And then they kind of hit the road. A lot of fish scatter, head out the ocean head up the coast um but you know maybe, maybe we'll get a little bit later shot but i'm, I'm definitely thinking it's going to go another month at least sounds good man how do you uh how do you how do people get a hold of you find you online uh and uh, and get a trip or just do what the guys did for tomorrow charter the whole darn boat yeah you can get us at californiadon.com on the web give us a call here 510-417-5557. Track us down on Facebook and Instagram for daily fish reports and scores. And uh, Or now you can also book online. You don't have to talk to somebody. You just go to CaliforniaDawn.com, and uh, there's an online calendar to make a reservation. If you want to book a trip on the El Dorado 3, I don't have the um, <clears throat> online option yet, so you just give Julie a call and uh, get you signed up. You got it. The Eldorado 3, you want to go chase some salmon or climb aboard the California Dawn with Captain James Smith and uh, chase some halibut around the bay. They're, uh, they're definitely catch them. And, uh, I'm sure you'll be doing some rock cod, link cod fishing before too long as well. So, uh, always, uh, always some options for, uh, for the potluck as well, but I appreciate it. Uh, you just may see me tomorrow. All right. Well, I, I got a spot for all. 
something else for you. Um, don't worry, here's the port side spot in the morning. All right, you got it. Sounds like, sounds like a plan, buddy. All right. All right. Hey, we got a lot going on. There's so much, uh, so much to jump around on. We've got, uh, uh, we've even got some hunting to think about before too long too. So it's, uh, it's all good. Let's jump into our first set of breaks. When we come back. We're going to go back down to the bay, hang out with Captain Steve Mitchell, uh, and find out we're going to be talking a little bit of salmon. He's been chasing them, uh, outside the gate and, uh, and then we're going to go up to Bodega Bay with Captain Merlin as well. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the hot sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com hot sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Jay's derailing me from the other room in there. Oh, Kim Brown live in studio. Seth and Marilyn are taking a well-deserved weekend off. I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're just hanging out. Probably going to spend a little extra time at Walmart this morning. Do a little shopping, maybe. Grabbing, whatever, whatever, whatever it is they do down at Walmart, but, um, always, always fun to hook up with them. Hey, talking to this guy late last night and they were, uh, they were, um, chasing salmon out, uh, in the, uh, in the bay and outside the gate. So let's climb on board. Hooked up sport fishing with Captain Steve Mitchell. What's going on, Captain Steve? Hey, Ken, how are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Uh, are you, uh, are you watching the wind blow this morning? Uh, yeah, it is a damper out there, so, you know, I guess we're going to hang out inside the bay today. You know, my plans yesterday, as I told you, was to get out there on that south bar, being that, that I'm chasing halibut today, uh-huh. and uh that changed because of the wind being, you know, a little choppy out there, so we're going to find something inside the bay and see what we can come up with. Right, right. Are you, uh, are you, uh, doing all live bait stuff? 
Yeah, all live bait. No need to troll right now. I mean, these halibut is smacking right now. I mean, the <laughs> bite is so incredible. So, yeah, all live bait. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's talking about how good the fishing is down there and uh, and that's kind of a that's kind of a good thing. Yesterday you were chasing salmon, right? Yeah, we limited out uh, the whole boat on the salmon yesterday. It was a good bite. And, I mean, we were all up and down the coast. Went all the way up to Double Point first to try to get up on them. Picked up uh I guess our first four fish was up in the uh mid 20s, 25 pounds was the biggest, I guess you could say and uh then we uh we all, we lost our water up that way and then we started moving back down trying to find some better water to be fishing in. We found our brown water around the edge of the bar, threw them in right there and immediately hooked right back up. Dried up for a little bit, but then we uh tacked over into the beach, mirror beach, and uh once again it was on again and we finished up our day with limits for the whole boat everybody was happy that was our story <laughs> <laughs> tell the folks what you're talking about brown water uh the brown water was when the water changed you can see the clear water when it's green and then uh when the water changes the salmon like to be off into this brown water it's this chocolatey look and uh for some reason or another they like to hang up in that or whatever and then we look for that to find the salmon, along with the feed and the whales and the live, I mean, the birds and all that type of stuff. So that's what, you know, when we get down, get to looking for brown water, that's what we're speaking about. I got you. Because some folks would wonder what you were talking about, brown water, you know. Being yeah, a bass, a being a bass fisherman, that would be, be water running into the lake from a storm, you know what I mean? So totally different for what you guys are looking for in the ocean, see. Okay. Yeah, we're looking for brown water in the lake. There's a reason. Might be boat traffic. You never know. Making a mud line, you know. That's brown. Right. That's brown water right. where I live. My now right. now I hang out with my boat rep buddies. Brown water comes in a in a bottle. <laughs> it's a little different deal too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. I yeah. hear you on that note. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So you know, just just so you know how that just so you know how that works. Seems to be a little better. Uh, seems to be a little better run of uh, of salmon this year, man. We're seeing some some better fish. Yeah, the the class of fish right now and the quality of them that we're picking up is amazing, man. I mean. I've, I've never really seen so many big fish caught so early in the season, you know. I mean, even though it is just now starting to be the beginning of August, normally, you know, it'd be probably towards the end of this month into September when we start seeing those big boys. But, no, man, they're here right now. And, I mean, big ones up into, like, 30 or 35-pound class, like, so yeah. they're definitely here, you know. Well, a little bit later in the show, we're going to be hanging out. Uh, he's live in studio with us. and. Uh, with uh, with Captain Mike Graybert, we're going to actually talk about the uh, the outlook for the Metro Salmon and some of that that's going on. I mean, the, the guys have got to be excited hearing about a little better average size fish that you guys are getting outside the gate right now. Uh, being optimistic with the hopes that those those are the kinds of fish that are going to be coming up river this year. Yeah, because I remember last year, man. I don't... Yeah, if you if you wanted to if you wanted a salmon last year, you had to bring one. You know, it was, yeah. a, it was a little rough, a little, little, little rough on the salmon department. So whatever reason. Yeah. Well, buddy, you're, uh, you're out there just like James was in, uh, in the, in the dead zone for cell phones. So, uh, tell the folks how they can get hooked up and go fishing with you. Yeah. I can be reached at, uh, 
or you guys can reach me on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com. And that hooked is spelled H-O-O-K-D, not E-D. Not E-D. And, there's no uh, E. Yeah, there's no E. There's, there's no E in Captain Steve, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys can find me on Facebook at uh, Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters or on Instagram as Hooked Up Sport Fishing. You're Either everywhere. way, give us a call. You're everywhere. You're everywhere, man. They can catch you all over the place. So hey, I'm trying. Be safe out there, buddy. I know it's going to be a little, a uh, little blustery today, but, uh, but definitely, uh, definitely, I think you'll probably, uh, hit that easy button and be in early, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping so, Ken. I believe so. The way things been going, everything seemed to be kind of like wide open. So we'll see. Good deal. Captain Steve Mitchell, guys, hooked up sport fishing. Always fun to, uh, to hook up with Captain Steve. I think we're going to jump down. I think he got blew off this morning at Blow Daga Bay, our old buddy Merlin Cole. What's going on, Merlin? Hey, good morning, Kent. Good to hear from you. You too. How uh, how blustery is it in Bodega Bay today? Well, it came in pretty hard yesterday afternoon. We had uh, first the sheep, then the goats, and then the buffaloes chased us all home yesterday afternoon. <laughs> it was that bad, was it? <laughs> Yeah, when you can see them little ones far away, we call those sheep. When they get a little bigger, we call them goats. And when they're splashing over our windshield, we call those buffaloes. Those were buffaloes. The buffaloes got you yesterday, did they? Oh man. So your uh your your party decided that it wasn't gonna be all that much fun today and they left you on the dock, didn't they? Well, no, I called them in advance proactively. I told them, you know, tomorrow's not gonna be the day. It's a little too rough. We don't the window for catching is a little too small. I mean, the boat can handle a lot. It's a 34-foot catamaran, one of the most stable boats in the area, and uh, it does a really good job. But if your clients can't stand up, they pretty much can't fish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and uh, and I, you know, I've even noticed that on on some of those uh, some of those trips that we've been on. You know, it gets so bumpy out there. It's it's just a challenge to stand up. Right. I mean, you got, you got to make sure that our clients, we, we make sure that our clients are safe. We have provide a good environment. If it's too rough, it's too rough. And we're always willing to turn around and come in yeah. uh, if it's not manageable. But today, you know, we had to call it, you know, early well, from the dock. We're not even going to go out because it's just the window to fish is too small. Sam, and, uh, the forecast is too bad. Salmon bites been pretty good in Bodega, I know, and uh, looks like uh, you're about thirty days away from uh, from having us climb on board with you on a Monday. Yeah, we got you guys on the calendar. Was really happy that we nailed that down. Yeah, the salmon have been biting really well. Um, schools of fish, waves of fish keep keep coming in, and hitting the beach, moving in, uh, and moving on. Right. Uh, this this system right here is going to mess things up a little bit. I heard you talking to Captain Steve just a minute ago about the brown water. Yeah. We get a, going to have a big upwelling here on, on our near shore coast, and that cool, clear water is going to push on to the beach. It's going to disrupt the brown water that's loaded with uh, chlorophyll, uh, phytoplankton, zooplankton, all the little things that, that the anchovies eat and that the salmon are eating on the anchovies. That's all going to change, and it'll take uh, – it's going to scatter the fish, and everything's going to have to reform. But uh, we'll be able to still find them here. They're not going to move too far away. They'll 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 still be around. It's just going to have to be a, a learning process again, isn't it? Well, it's just going to blow for a couple of days, and it's going to put it's going to flip the ocean. It's going to turn going to push the fish around, probably push them down on the bottom, just disrupt things for a little bit, and then they'll be right back. Um, 
uh, with that discussion you had there with Captain Steve is right on board. There are a lot of fish around this year. One of the best years I've seen pretty much ever in a long time. Well, it's big fish, big powerful fish. Yeah, yeah, that's the cool part is we're seeing some really good, good sized fish. Hey, let's talk about uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk about a, a, a another species that you've kind of got your sights set on as well. Oh man. Bluefin tuna. Bluefin tuna's got every fisherman on the coast quivering. Man, there's a heck of a bite down in Half Moon Bay. Sport fishermen are catching these big bluefin tuna, 150, 180 pounds. Captain Mike's showing me photos over here. Uh, Captain Mike's all excited about the bluefin uh, that he's seeing as well. It had us so excited, Kent, that uh, we had a good weather opportunity to go hunt for them and we went on a 50-mile one-way boat ride, 110 or 112 miles round trip, just looking. We uh, tore off out of here out of Bodega Bay the other morning. We ran south past uh, Fanny Shoals and Rittenberg Reef and got out there way close to the gumdrop, and we were just on a like a site hunting run. We were looking for boiling fish and jumpers and, and uh, diving birds and bait, but you know, we, we never really saw that. We we saw something that got us really excited. It had us had us jumping around on the deck, but it was a whale and yeah. and, and and her baby um, little her little baby daughter or whatever next to her. Right. They were splashing around. And we thought those were blue um, bluefin. Yeah. Yeah. But we did put the gear on. We trolled for about fifteen miles from out in the backside of uh, Gumdrop Seamount, uh, and then we. Um, Turned around and headed back north and checked out the backside of the Farallons, or excuse me, the um, the Cordell Bank. That was really special. Flo- came across the top of that thing, looked at all those uh, pinnacles and all the rockfish on them. Right. The guys on board were really having a hard time not dropping the gear down. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So, well, I, I know you're going to keep an eye on that, and everybody is excited about the bluefin. Um, they didn't take a wrong turn, but they're definitely running that northern route. They're uh, they're up there in places that they don't normally get found. So, uh, I know yeah, they, everyone's pretty excited about, about that. Those that. They're pushing off of Deep Reef a little bit, and there some of them are being seen out in the shipping channels on their way towards Pioneer, which is the nearest seamount there um, to Deep Reef or Half Moon Bay, and and then right up the road is everything up above. Uh, uh, Gumdrop, Farallons, Cordell. Right. So, man, it's possible they could come this way. Well, keep your hopes up, and uh, and that will uh, that will be a lot of fun. Get uh, how do they get on board and come down and go fishing on the Real Magic? Hey, your listeners can give us a call at seven zero seven eight seven five boat, and they can find us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters dot com, and on Facebook and Instagram at Real Magic Captain. You got it. Pretty easy. Captain Merlin, real magic. Hey, uh, just so you know, Graver's coming back to town. Okay. So your deckhand will be back. Good, good, good. Or, I mean, I mean, Ogni is not Graver. Ogni's coming back. He'll, your deckhand I'll will be back. I'll take either one of those. That, either, yeah, I was talking to Mike yesterday afternoon. Yeah, so either, that'll be either great. one will be a good deckhand. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Hey, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk in the near future, but we'll see you in about 30 days, pal. Hey, I was really glad to get you guys on the calendar. Thank you very much. You uh, got it. It's going to be going to be fun. Opportunity to be on the show. Have a have a great one. You bet. Take care, Merlin. Yeah, we are uh, set. Put a little trip together. I think we're trying to get Mark Blanton from Gone Fishing Marine to go with us. I think he's going to go and 
Stafford Lair and Richard Burton and uh, the whole crew should be, uh, uh, should be a lot of fun. We better jump into a set of breaks. Unlike when Sepp's in studio, you know, if you get the B team in, uh, just, uh, just play in guest host, we can keep it on time. Stick around, guys. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are back by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! The International Sportsman's Expo wants to do more. Not just during the Sacramento Expo, but all year round. To highlight your outdoor resources and heritage. As a partner, ISE chose the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., whose mission is to protect and advance hunting, angling, recreational shooting, and trapping. The Western States coordinator, Avine Klein, is based in Sacramento, and monthly, she and other experts provide California sportsman listeners with info to keep you in the loop. Joining us this morning, I don't know if she's probably fishing because she normally does that on the weekend, from the... uh, the Western States coordinator from the Congressional Sportsman Foundation is Avine Klein. Let me see which button to push there. Good morning, Avine. Hey, good morning, Kev. You uh, are you are you uh, are you fishing today? I you know I'm I'm still at home. We're uh, homebound due to that puppy who's uh-huh. 
keeping our keeping our hands tied here at home until uh, he's ready to see the big outdoors. Well, a new Labrador puppy, and you know it's always fun. What it's always fun to catch up on new puppies. What has he chewed up yet? Well, he's chewed everything from bark to a razor blade, and and that's a story for later. But <laughs> he is okay, um, and and uh, all good. But yeah, he's uh, he's put every about everything we have in our house in his mouth. Nice, nice. That's a good thing, and I mean that's own that's part of owning a Labrador, as you well know. So, yeah, comes with the territory. Exactly. What do you have for us from the uh, from the uh, uh, Congressional Sportsman Foundation today? So you know, Kent, we've we've talked about this before, and I think it's been three, four months where every month I come on and I talk about AB thirty thirty. Um, that bill is still alive and well in the California legislature. Uh, California legislature is still active amongst this COVID pandemic, um, and the sportsman's community is continuing our stance of opposed against this bill unless amended. And maybe 3030 is that bill with the lofty goal of protecting 30% of lands and waters in California uh, with no roadmap on how to achieve that, no direction about who is going to be doing the protecting, and no indication about who's going to pay for that. Right. So the sportsman's community has asked the questions. Um, we've requested a proper definition of protect to make sure that this bill is truly a conservation bill versus a preservation bill. We didn't get receive those um, assurances within the definition of protection. We have asked what lands are protected, um, and you know that basically we got the answer. Oh, if it's under existing state or federal law protection, that this bill is you know that's the protected lands. But you know, as you know and as I know, so much of California is protected and some of our best duck hunting, you know, arguably in the world, the Pacific Flyway right. is protected under conservation easements, which, right, those are largely, you know, private contractual agreements where we've got landowners, farmers who say, we have such a vested interest in protecting this wetland or protecting this migratory bird habitat that, I'm going to take it upon myself to protect this and put it into a private agreement. So under this bill, that would arguably not be protected. And so that's one of the very many reasons the sportsman's community is still against this bill. And, um, you know, it's coming up for a hearing next week. Uh, Wednesday, August 5th, this bill will be in the Senate Natural Resources and Water Committee starting at 9.30 a.m. I don't have the exact time about when this bill will actually be brought up, but the hearing starts at 9.30, uh, and it's a very big deal. This is the last policy committee this bill will hear, mm -hmm. and the sportsman's community is doing everything we can to continue to ask for our assurances to say, hey, we are the largest contributor financially to conservation efforts in California, and we would like you know, our interests to be represented. It doesn't take away from your goal of 30-30, but we want to be sure that we're not going to end up in a situation like the MPAs where we're locked out of fishing access opportunities or even worse, hunting inland fisheries. This bill right. has lots of implications down the road. So my plea to the listeners today of California Sportsman's Radio is to contact 
their senator and ask them to oppose AB 3030 unless it's amended to support the sportsman's community. Exactly. And you can do that through a number of ways. Uh, right now, you can go to keepamericafishing.org and their action center. Um, and there's a link there that says, tell your California senator to oppose AB 3030. You can do that. Um, and then the other piece is on, on Wednesday, I will be in the Capitol. It's been a few months since I've been down there due to COVID, but I will be in the Capitol. Um, you can follow the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation on our social media channel. That's through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And we will be sending a live update about what's happening in the committee. And once this bill is up and ready to be heard by the committee, I will sound the alarm to the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation so that they can tell all of our fellow California sportsmen that this bill is up and we're asking you to call in and oppose the bill. Uh, we don't have a phone number yet for the committee, but you can find that information directly from the, Cal or from the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation on Wednesday, August 5th, uh, starting at 9.30 a.m. You got it. Amy Klein from the California, uh, the, uh, the Western States Coordinator, Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. And uh, the one thing cool about AB 3030 is this is one of the very few bills that have come along that actually has Northern and Southern California both combined opposing it. So uh, I know a lot of my friends in Southern California very concerned about it because of the uh, the marine protected areas and, and more and more water that, uh, that they think they may be losing to sport fishing in Southern California as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a big bill. I think, you know, everybody from our coastal fishermen all along the state, our inland fishermen, our hunters, and just really anybody who enjoys the, the outdoors of California should be concerned about this bill. Um, and so we're asking them to, to call in and write. We're, we're in an opposed position unless we get these amendments. And the author and the sponsors of the bill are refusing to accept those amendments that we've offered that we don't believe are controversial at all, nor detract right. from their lofty goal of <laughs> protecting 30% of California's lands and waters. But read up on read up on AB thirty thirty folks and uh, and we're definitely as sportsmen uh, definitely do not want to see that bill pass the way it sits. Amin, thank you, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks so much, Kent. You bet, Amin Klein from uh, the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. I think it's time for Regina. This Congressional Sportsman's Foundation update is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina. Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, everyone. It's Regina. Hope you're all doing well. I wanted to pop in here with not much to announce today, but I did want to say that dove season is right around the corner. So opening day is always a fun, really, 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 really awesome event that everyone in our family looks forward to. Um, opening day is September 1st, if you're not aware. 
And we put on a big event with Outdoor Adventures every year. I think this might be our 14th or maybe even 15th year of hosting an annual Dove Opener shoot. But sadly, we sell out. I mean, like instantly. As soon as our registration forms come available, it's within a matter of minutes that the hunt fills up. But we always hold two spots for the CWA hunt program hunt. So if you're interested in getting in on a couple cool opportunities to dove hunt, not only with us, but a few other outfitters in the North State, I would highly recommend jumping on the calwaterfowl.org website and checking out their hunt tab because the hunt program has some great hunts um, set aside and arranged for the September 1st opener And I think even hunts throughout the 15-day season as well. So that um, application is live, and you can apply for 5 bucks. And then if you draw the hunt, if you're the lucky one who draws the hunt, you only have to pay $25 more. Um, So it's a really good deal, and it supports our friends at CWA. So check it out on the calwaterfell.org website. Have a good weekend. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondu Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, Kent Brown in studio covering for Sepp this week along with Captain Mike Graver from Intimidator Sport Fishing. He's hanging out with us. We're catching this guy as he's headed back home. Uh, but he had a pretty exciting day. And when I heard, uh, I heard as how big this halibut was and the fact that it came over the rail of a drift boat, uh, Mike, uh, Mike recorded the whole thing and, uh, with some creative editing from J Mars. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear that before we go live to Captain or, uh, yeah, to, to, uh, to Mike Ogney a little bit later. Uh, in the, in the hour. So, uh, it's, uh, it was, uh, it was an exciting day when, uh, when a giant came over the rail. So we're playing in a real nice fish here out on the, out on the drift boat on Cook Inlet. My son Jake is hooked up here. You get a look at this fish here, probably another 30, 40 feet. Jake's a big boy. He's 6'4. About 215 pounds, and uh, he's panting hard here on this fish. We got a fish over 100 pounds here, Sep. Ty, hello. We, we need the we need the harpoon, Ty. It's just tough to get these fish in on the drift boat. <laughs> and my my son, he's only 25. Or excuse me, 27. He's worn out. He's only been playing this fish for about 10 minutes, but it's a real good fight. And uh, we'll see if we can get it in the boat without uh, rolling over here. All right, we got color a second time. He took off the gas. So we're going to harpoon this fish right now. We'll get a weight on him later on. 
Don't let that line cut this line. So this fish has just been harpooned, Sap. Buoy's buried. We got a good sized buoy on this. Looks like jaws kind of going off. These buoys dive. Fish is down about 40 feet under the boat again. Big, big, heavy fish. Um, I was wrong on the weight. He's, he's over 120. He might be 150. It's just hard to judge when you're in a small boat, low to the water. But we'll do a final here once we get him in the boat. But that's what's been happening here for the last 15 minutes. It's been fun. Ah, let go. There he goes again. Jesus. <laughs> Pretty incredible well, fight here. We've got a 150-pounder on. So we got the fish in the boat, Sep. It's as wide as the bottom of the drift boat, plus about six inches coming up the side. 17-foot wide drift boat, by the way. Lots and lots of fun. Uh, I think we're going to call it a day after that fish. Sounds like a severe butt kicking. And in a drift boat, that uh, you've been up there, man. You've done exactly, Mike, you've done exactly, you know, where they're at. Right, right. And I was like, man, did they shoot that thing? Because I didn't hear them <laughs> shoot it. We, When I worked with Steve, you know, anything over 75, 80 pounds, man, we shot them before we brought them in because they'll beat the heck out of you once they get in the boat. <laughs> and in a drift boat, there's no way to get wow, away from that's them. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a drift boat, you're you just hand-to-hand combat, right, isn't it? Right, Yeah, Ogni's not very smart. Wow. He's on hold though, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hear about that. Maybe but. he just tired it out with those buoys or and something. That, I don't know. That big, the halibut are still, still good eating. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all about the health. It's all about the health of the halibut up there. So yeah. Yeah. Those are called box fillers when you get one that big, man. You fill up two boxes, you know, for your flight home with that thing. Easy. <laughs> it's not so bad then, is it? <laughs> right. Not so bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we'll get the, the definite weight. I think he said it was like 150 or something. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Good pretty, one. pretty crazy fish, but we'll be talking to Mike, but, uh, you, you're so excited because you, you, you get to talk to the rod father. You get to hang yeah, out man. With that. So yeah, let's, been let, missing him. let's see what's hot and what's not with our buddy Alan Fong. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's micro-module gear too, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's hey, Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing Hello. with Shimano. <laughs> well, you're going to have to listen. Now, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, well, you yeah. hit the wrong button. No, I just turned the music on. Captain Mike. Hey, Alan, Captain Mike, you got, you got to wait until the intro music's over and then you can say good morning. <laughs> this is his first time on the radio. Right. The rod, the rod father, Alan Fong. What's going on, buddy? Boy, nothing. Same old thing. Um, 
you know, I've been kokanee and bass fishing, so both of them are still really good. Uh, the bass down the Delta there, with all this heat, they're definitely moved under the mat and current. And uh, there's we've been getting some big ones. So, and I've been doing a lot of kokanee fishing. Hey, and I've been, what? I was going to say, hey, Alan, Captain Mike. Hey, do you, yeah, there, there, there's uh there's bluefin tuna going on right now. Do you think you could <laughs> switch over from those hard fighting kokanee and uh, talk about what's hot out in the ocean right now for those bluefin yeah, tuna? Yeah, I've been I've been talking to friends that've been going to Half Moon. They drive all that way, go out there, hook a fish, and fight it for three hours and lose it. And I think I'll go after the kokanee. Right, right. You know the uh, the masudas were out uh, yesterday. You know the masudas, and yeah. uh, they went they went three for four. With bluefin up to 200 pounds, they lost one oh, out of the four. Man, I got some pictures late need last to be night. Good, need to be friends with them right, right. now. Yeah, that's right. pretty good. They have tuna, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to hit them up. <laughs> yeah, you need to be friends with them. They have tuna. That's the most important part. Right, right. right. And uh, you know, I mean, that's kind of. Do you ever have to harpoon any of those kokanee? Oh yeah, <laughs> I got a good harpoon. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear? Yeah, hey, I got a good one for you. A friend of mine calls me up and says, "Hey." Um, he actually owns that boat called Fish Lips. You know, you can't miss it because it got all these rat boat with fishies, you know. Yeah. Anyway, he goes, hey, I, I want you to take a friend of mine and go with us. So we go up to there. And this guy loves to eat bananas. So I told him, I said, hey, man, tell your friends. He comes with us. He can't bring no bananas. Or I'll be mad. So we go out and rock the bat for lost fish. Can't can't get one in the boat. Finally get a couple in the boat. And this is taking me a while. And I'm going, what the hell is going on here? So I'm moving around, grafting. I find little pods. And, you know, we get our limit. But it's 1 o'clock. And we get 15. I can't believe it. On the way home, keep the guy we dropped him off, he forgot to take his lunch pail. So I, I took it because he's going to come to the store and get it. I, um, it's in my truck, and I smell something. I open it up, and there's a damn banana in there. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you're supposed to check that before they get in the boat. You know that, right? I, I'm going to do that for now on. Yeah, exactly. I think he, he forgot because the thing was all brown and everything else. I well, think it was in there from the trip so before. So where, do where, where, does, where does the banana thing come from? It's a long time ago when the, they shipped over a bunch of bananas. And when they're over the boat, what I hear is that there was these spiders in there, and there people were getting bit and dying. So it's kind of like a bad luck thing to have them in the boat. I don't know. There's all kind of myths, but I'm a believer. I'm a believer too. <laughs> I'm a, well, I thought I was losing my touch. I'm a I'm a believer too, Alan. And what else are we a believer in when you're coming down Twin Cities Road? If the cows are not, yeah, if they're not, if they're all laying down, the forget fish aren't biting. If the cows right. are if laying the cows down, are on, laying Twin down on Twin Cities, yep. well, anywhere, but if the cows are there's laying something. down, they won't bite, especially in yeah, snowgrass. Yeah, they won't eat. They won't eat. It's it's true. It is true. <laughs> See? Wow. So you just turn around and go home if the cows are not nah, standing. Go, just go gas up 
have right. a little breakfast. Right. They'll, they'll stand up eventually. They will. Yeah. 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 Then on the way home, when they, they're all standing up, I go, we left too early. Right. And if they're all standing under one tree in the shade, then you should have been flipping the mats. Right, Alan? That's right. Because right. <laughs> that's where you are learning. It's true. This is, a, this is all... This is all the stuff that we're kind of missing, Alan. Uh, since we're not having any seminars at the Fisherman's I'm getting, Warehouse, so. I'm getting, I'm getting so much, I'm getting so much knowledge Dude, I didn't know true. that I was going to get it's here true. today. It's true. You know, there's I mean, a reason why they're all laying down, right? <laughs> so it this could be all- the earth spinning a certain way while the fish are upside right. down. They're not going to eat. My old friend Dave Gleeby, who actually works at at the Bass Pro in Manteca, told me yeah. years ago that the cows were feeding uphill. We need to be fish, fishing uphill. I thought he was crazy. So for the listeners, for, <laughs> yeah. the, for the listeners, Alan, no bananas will increase right. your increase your day on the water. Right. And then the cows. That's right. And that's Watch the cows. right there. That's two things that me and Alan Fong both use and that's why I've been following yep. the guy my whole career. Well, and I've told you guys in it's the true. spring. I've told you guys in the spring. My dad always said that when the ducks, ducks were ducks were up. paired up in the little potholes along the road, time the mallards. It's time to go striper right. fishing. You know, there's so. another one. Yep. Yeah. It's the stri- true. The stripers yep. are biting. It's true. Yep. You, you go true. down the river road, you see the blossoms on the them pear trees. The pear you better trees, get out you there. You better get out there. <laughs> It's All true, right, man. I'm going to let you guys go. Alan Foster, <laughs> awesome, Alan. Buddy, thanks for the wealth of knowledge today. It's true. Jay knows You're more welcome. now in the other room than he that he knew when he got in here. So appreciate That's it. Right. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. uh, oh man, as 100%. always, Al, Alan. Uh, Alan never ceases to amaze me. Right. Now, we could get into that whole thing. I mean, there's so many different. It's 100. It's yeah. percent, and you tell people that kind of stuff. Yeah. And- they look at you and you're like, well, that's why we're professional fishermen. When the speckle belly geese and the sandhill cranes are migrating north in the springtime, when you hear them going over the lake, you better pick up a jerk bait because the bass are biting it. It's true, man. So big minnow bait. That's the time you. to pick it up and start throwing it. When you hear them sandhills going over, it's time to go. Jay, you didn't know that either. Let's take a break before this. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep Sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores, and Shimano have it all. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish.
fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Gone Fishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorraine Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect location. For you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And Mr. Ogney is flying home. I think he's at SeaTac Airport. I think there's probably a really, really good chance he's somewhere near the Alaskan Brewing Company because that's what you do at the SeaTac Airport. Good morning, Michael. Hey, invest in uh, Alaska Brewing because we uh, definitely support him when we're up there. <laughs> Well, it just happened to be, you know, it just happened to be a spot I know in the SeaTac Airport. I I have done lots of flights to Tri Cities with a layover in I'm actually, Yeah, I'm actually down in uh, down in Portland, and this is the the time of the show where the families with who have little kids yeah. start moving them away from me because it's like. What is this guy doing? What is he doing? He's talking He's doing... loud on the phone. Get away from him, children. <laughs> Man, what a cool, uh, Jay did a great job editing that piece and getting it he down. Did. Really exciting. Uh, and it sounded like, A, your son, your son got his butt whooped. And, uh, and two, you guys had a little more than you could bargain for in that drift boat. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, and, 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 and Mr. Gabbard, you know, Mike, you, you fished up there. So you know where, where we're coming from. And when you look over the side of a drift boat, I mean, most of our, our fish are, you know, 20 to 40 pounds. And you get a 50 or a 60, you're going, okay, cool. And you're filling up some fish boxes. But when, you, when you're when you locked up and, you know, your rod tip is almost in the water. And uh, so, Mike, where we were at, we're off of Whiskey Gulch and 60 feet of, of water. And after we harpoon that fish, we have about 40 to 50 feet of line on the buoy. And it's just like Jaws. You 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 punch the uh, the fish. The harpoon goes all the way through the body. It um it slides onto its side, so it can't pull out, and the fish just takes off. Well, that buoy went down three times. For the first time, it was like three minutes long, and it wasn't coming up. It wasn't coming up, and it was still hooked up. We still had it. 
the hook was still in the the, the mouth, and you're waiting for the buoy to pop back up. And all of a sudden, like just like Jaws, was like, and then it, goes, <laughs> it went it, it went down two more times. And then when we get it up next to the boat, that's it. Just gets kind of hairy because you got to balance everything out, be sure that everybody's on the same you know wavelength because you're bringing in a hundred and and the fish ended up being 120 pounds. So you're bringing in 120 pounds over the side of the boat. you got to lean. So someone has to lean the other way. And that's a balancing act because the drift boat is not designed to be out in the ocean. So The so, weather's flat calm. The weather's flat calm. We're like two miles right. out. My other son, Tyler, was in his kayak right next to us. That's where we got the, the harpoon from. And he's just as nuts as, well, he's probably less nuts because the kayak is more stable in the water but it's a lot harder to land a, a halibut from a kayak uh, once you get beyond 50 pounds. How how big was that fish? 140. 120. Oh, 120. 120. 120. And that was my that was my first guess. And then I went up to like 150 with, you know, talking this up. Yeah. And then once we got it in the boat and home, it's like, yeah, okay, 110 to 120 is what I was saying. Yeah. And I was right in the, the ballpark. And that's from... Being lucky enough to go over to Captain Steve's all the time and see all you know his giant racks of of fish, and uh, so uh, we went. Mike, we went went over to a, to a Jim's place, got it all filled up, awesome. and as you said, we filled so, up some boxes. So it sounded like, so sound like it was flat common. So that that buoy actually tired it out, huh, Mike? So because I was like, man, when I worked for Steve, anything that big, we shot with a forty four bang stick before we brought it in. So it was it was pretty tired out before you guys brought it over the rail, obviously, huh? Um, I, I think the harpoon, the harpoon did some damage to okay. it, but still it's, rolling that sucker in the boat with right. two of us, you know, gas in the head, right. bringing that sucker over. I don't want to, I don't want to fish that big again no. on my drift boat. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of fish for a drift boat. Well, especially if that thing starts going nuts. Yeah. That's a lot of fish for a drift boat. That's a, that's a full blown fight. What else you got for us uh, real quick? I mean, obviously. Well, real, I, I got a great tuna. report out of, out of, out of Bodega Bay. I talked to my, uh, to my partner Merlin on the real magic. He had a fish parade yesterday, but I also talked to my buddy Rick Powers and Ricky slipped down the, uh, 10 mile beach yesterday. He put in 18 limits of salmon to a whopping 31 pounds. That's Rick's biggest fish of the season so far. He didn't give it all to me because he knew that I would call up Merlin and, you know, spill spill a little bit of the info that, that I got. But he was down on 10 Mile Beach. We do know that. And we know that he got 18 limits. And uh, the bite's on in Bodega Bay. So come on down and uh, try to get on board. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, I'm sitting in Portland here. I'm going to get some sleep today. I almost guarantee you I'm going to be out salmon fishing tomorrow afternoon when the boat comes back in because – I'm dying to just to get back on it. And I had a ball up in Alaska. Animal. You're an animal. You got to take advantage of it while it's, while it's hot. This is the, 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 the peak of the season on the Sonoma coast. And if you sit and wait around another, another month, it's going to slip on by. Get out now while the fish are, they're, they're big, they're fat. They're, they're in just in prime, prime shape. And uh, if you want to fill up some fish boxes, now is the time, Kent. Well, they have to hang out at least for another month because we're going on the 31st on the Real Magic. You, you, you guys are all coming down. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. And then, uh, looking, yeah, about about that same week, we got, uh, oh, I, I won't mention the senator's name, but it, it, it's somebody who's uh, very key in the environmental side of, of things. And we got a GSSA uh, little charter on board. And, nice. Uh, 
Yeah, we do that. Uh, we, we, we donate the boat quite a bit. Um, so we can get those kind of things done. So uh, looking forward to that trip in that same week. You got it. Mike Ogney is bringing halibut home for everybody. The boxes are full, buddy. Appreciate it as always. I'm going to bail out of here before the clock turns to seven and show Sep it can be done. Thanks guys. See you buddy. Mike Ogney for USA fishing and uh, always good with our Lawrence report, man. That's always fun. Let's bail out of here. We got a second hour, all kinds of good stuff coming up. You guys know how that works and see that set clock just hit seven. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in Upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. The 4th of July holiday is coming, and this is a time of year that you can do more harm than good for your bird dog. This is not a recommended time to introduce your dog to loud noises. The noise happen with no warning, they're constant, and there's no association with birds or hunting. The best way to accomplish gun introduction is by working your dog in the field on live birds, building up prey drive, and when your dog is ready, you can start working with a 22 blank pistol and work your way into a shotgun, watching your dog's behavior and going at their pace. We can do this for you at Olive Hill Kennels, typically in two to three weeks. Give us a call at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. For decades, Virgil's Bait Shop and Ice House in Sassoon has been the Bay and Delta headquarters for anglers and sportsmen alike. Whether trolling, casting, or bait fishing for striped bass, sitting on anchor for sturgeon, chasing salmon runs, or simply fishing for a bite, you can bet that Virgil's Bait and Ice will have everything you need to make your day complete. Did we mention Virgil's is never out of ice and always well-stocked with the top-producing fresh live baits, artificial lures, hooks, weights, lines, rods and reels, cold drinks, and everything in between? For answers to those when, where, how to catch your target species, there's no better place than Virgil's before hitting the water. Virgil's Bait and Ice on Main Street as you enter downtown Sassoon, just down the street from the Sassoon Public Boat Launch. Stop in at Virgil's before you head out and make sure you're prepared for a great day on the water. Hey, and did we mention Virgil's has got really cold beverages for the kids? And adults, too. Virgil's Bait and Ice, 707-425-5518. Check them out on Facebook. And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Uh, Sepp's taking a weekend off. Mike Gravert and Kent Brown in studio, kind of hanging out, filling in for him. So we're, uh, we're pushing all the buttons and hopefully, hopefully getting it, uh, getting us through. We're, uh, we're actually having fun. We've got a lot coming up here in the second hour. We're going to be going to Lake Tahoe and hanging out, uh, with our old buddy Captain JD Ritchie. He's going to be checking in with us. 
Melissa Miranda is going to be checking in from Boating and Waterways. A lot of you are new boaters, uh, seeing a lot of it on the lake. There, it, you, you can't find a boat right now if you want to buy a new boat. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, there are still a few around, but boat sales have been pretty brisk. A lot of new boat owners, a lot of new boat captains out there running around, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Life jackets, or uh, their boating cards and everything that we need to do. We're going to be announcing a keyword in the second hour to the AMSOIL contest once again. So you want to make sure uh, you do that. This is the final week that we're going to be giving a keyword away. I think next week, Sep's going to be announcing our winner. So you want to make sure uh, that we do that. We're going to be talking Barry Essa with Troy Barr, Stampede with James Netzel and uh, Mike Graver live in studio. We're going to have a little extended segment towards the end of the hour. Talk a little uh, Metro Salmon and the outlook and some of those things. Uh, but he's spending most of his time down there on Southern Comfort at the California Delta. We'll be hearing about that um, as well. Before we go very far, I want to know if he's been hitting the easy button because he's famous for posting easy button pictures from right hook sport fishing. Our buddy Captain Jay Lopes. What's going on, Captain Jay? Good morning, Kent. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> got great. You got Graver in here hanging out with us too, buddy. Morning, Jay. All right, what's up, Mike? Good All morning, right, buddy. Good morning. Tell us how easy it's been. Uh, it's been uh it's been pretty good some days easier than others we uh earlier in the week we saw some really really uh solid fishing i mean we were done at 745 with six limits um of salmon just outside the golden gate bridge and then uh as the week went on that school uh moved into the bay uh we're approaching a full moon here so the fish are you know staging outside and you know outside the bridge and they're moving in and they're not holding for that long it seems like this season and so uh, that lasted for about two days. And then uh, the last three days, we made our way up towards uh, Point Reyes, trying to cut those fish off that are coming from Bodega. Uh, we were up uh, Arch Rock, lower end of Drake's Bay. And fishing was really good up there, and that kind of petered out. Um, and then yesterday, we caught ourselves right back here up near Beach, uh, three miles from the Golden Gate, and chasing this uh, new school fish right outside the bridge here. So what, and, uh, what about today? Uh, today we're right here again at Vermeer Beach. We've been in the water half an hour, got one about 12 pounds already. Um, the weather's a little um, sloppy. Uh, there's a lot of wind offshore. Uh, we got a big swell here. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's fishable, but it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, it just makes for a little more challenging day for the crew when fighting their fish. But uh, there's a lot of fish moving around, Kent. And, uh, you know, the numbers of salmon out there in the ocean are just big time and I think the biggest thing we're fighting this year, and it's not, we don't have the right water conditions here off the Marin and San Mateo coastline to hold the fish. It's 60 degree water, and it explains why Bodega Base has such a good go around. It's, you know, mid 50s, low 50s up there. So uh, that's why they're getting a little more action uh, for a long period of time. But we are seeing great fishing here, and we just have to put in our time, and, you know, every day is a little different. Will this wind drop that water temperature a little bit? Yeah, I've been watching it uh, at the weather buoy. It's already dropped three degrees since last night, so it, it should roll it over. Yeah. The fish are here. You can look at them. And, you know, they, they're going to eat before they go in, and uh, we saw that. You know, earlier in the week, they they, they bit like they haven't eaten much. It was it was that good. It was doubles, triples, quads type fishing. You know, <laughs> fifteen to twenty pound fish. We have a real excellent quality salmon this year, so it's going to bode well for the river season. And I, I presume those guys are going to start seeing some fish here in the next uh, week or two. Uh, after this full moon, those fish are going to move in the river and pretty good and flows. On the next yeah, pretty good flows on the Sacramento right now. Um, n- not much flow out of the feather, but uh, but pretty good flows 
uh, I was, I was up there and I know a lot of that water is going to get pulled, uh, between Red Bluff and, and, and by the time it makes it down through the metro area, but pretty good releases, it looks like out of, uh, out of the, you know, out of Shasta. Yeah, no, they're, and that's where they're getting all the salmon. It seems like the sack size producing more of the better. And that explains it. You, you, you hit it right on the head there is that the water's cooler and that's where the fish are going to go. So maybe a sack here and I guess the barge hole opener was today. We'll see how those guys do up there. I hope they, uh, they're loading up. But uh, we're we're here we're here for another five weeks. Going to be cutting these fish off, and uh, we just got to get through this uh, the spell of five days of crummy weather. And uh, we actually might go uh, chase some of those big bluefin tuna midweek. <laughs> uh, we're really, we were going to go do it. If they're hanging around. We get the reports. We are definitely going to sample some of that action. And uh, and uh, Mike, it might be on Tuesday with uh, Eric and Uncle John. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I might talk them into it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything. And, uh, the Masudas went three for four on some big bluefin, uh, yesterday. I got some pictures last night around midnight. So, yeah, it was two days so ago. You could oh, deck it hand. Two, oh, it was two days ago. You could deckhand on the right hook if he needed one. No, I'm not going to deckhand. I'm going to fish. <laughs> go fish, right? We'll let, we'll let Quiet Kev do the deckhanding. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The word. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we're here and we're fishing and, uh, uh, we're, we're down to our last five, six weeks. Um, if anyone wants to get out on the boat, there's still a little opportunity the first part of September, but, uh, we're, we're, we're going to try to get that 40 pounder this year. There's a lot of 35 pound fish awesome. being caught. We haven't got one that big. Well, but, I, uh, I think we're going to see, we're going to see and hear of some big ones, not only, uh, you know, out in the ocean, but, but definitely as they make the, make the, the run up the river as well, we're going to see some big fish caught this year. And that's cool. It's optimistic and, uh, you know, it gets, gets everybody excited, uh, about going salmon fishing. About the only thing I saw stocked up in the tackle stores the other day when I was in it were flatfish and quick fish. So that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ready. They're yeah. getting ready. Yeah. No, it's definitely, you know, this year with the size of the big, it makes it worth it. Even if you come out, we haven't had too many days we get under the limit. You know, we've had a few, but, if you do come short, you're getting a lot of quality fish, right. you know, so it makes it worthwhile there. And they're not easy to come in. They're going to give you a little tussle. It's going to be a little bit of a fight. Well, climb on board, right hook sport fish with Captain Jay Lopes. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's bouncing all over the place. If they're biting, he's in the middle of them, uh, as always. So uh, it should be fun, but about another month out there. Uh, for the salmon and, and, uh, in, in, uh, the bay and the ocean. So that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Buddy, as always, we appreciate it. All right. Yeah. You guys take it easy. Uh, be safe and, uh, get out on the water. You've only got one at 710. Uh, you're going to have to catch a bunch to be done by 730. Yeah, we are. We're going to, uh, we're waiting on the top of the tide. It's going to okay. be a tide. When we're this close to the bridge, we got to wait for the tide light. So we're happens, waiting on the tide. It's going to happen. When right? it happens. All right. All right. The easy button. We'll see if he, we'll see if he hits it. <laughs> we'll see if he hits that easy button. He likes that easy button. That's not a very long fishing trip if you're still in the commute going home. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's a stick, man. Good fisherman. Yeah. Good, good guy to go out with. Yeah. He's sure. a, he's a great guide. And you know, we used to call him young, but he's not even young. He's not even the young gun no. anymore. Uh-uh. No, nope. no, he's one of the old Veteran. guys. We better take a break.
One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for it. Damn, fish man. with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Pratt Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, guys, we're back. Kent Brown in studio. Sepp taking a well-deserved weekend off. Well, Maryland deserved the weekend off. I'm not so sure about Sepp, but uh, taking a well-deserved weekend off. Kent Brown live in studio, along with Captain Mike Gravert hanging out with us and and uh, and punching up all the buttons. You know, we, uh, we've been talking about it's been so hot in the Valley. And, uh, you know, the weather's beautiful in Bodega. The weather's beautiful. And, and this guy, he likes to check in with a weather report in the morning with us as well, because he, he just likes to rub it in a little bit that since he's moved to Lake Tahoe, you know, just how cool the weather is up there. So, uh, so we better hang out with our old buddy, JD Richie up Lake Tahoe and see what's going on. Caught him yesterday mid nap, mid, mid nap. Is that all you guys do is nap? Oh man. As you get older, you got to, right, Mike? <laughs> got, you got to, you got to JD. 
You know, I yeah. thought I saw you going uh, through town. <laughs> I thought I saw you going through town. It was a, a guy pulling a design concepts with a blue Toyota look just like yours. I thought it was you yesterday. Oh, well, I sold that truck a year or so ago. So, oh, right. no. Oh, well. right. I, I, uh, I'm staying in my little mountain perch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a sweatshirt on right now, by the way, just so you know. Um, yeah, a little chilly this little, morning. Got a little bite little cool to the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, the, uh, the legs opened up without any problems or restrictions? Um, You know, I think so. Judging by the amount of boats, uh, I think we're we're wide open. Um, <laughs> it's it's busy up here. Um, fishing's been really, really good. Um, most days we're fishing Mackinac. Um, uh, jigging and trolling. Um, it's been pretty close to limits or limits every day. And then uh, yesterday, I had some guys that wanted to go trout fishing instead, so we top-lined uh, the shallows. And Man, we had a banner day on rainbows. I don't know. We were like 7 for 10 on 3- to 5-pound rainbows. Beautiful. And, Beautiful uh, rainbows, for sure. Oh, yeah. They, they look like steelhead, and they cartwheel everywhere, and it's really <laughs> cool. And then I did one of those last week, too, and we went and caught some you know, four or five pound brown. So uh, um, the other thing that's going on is the kokanee bite down in the south end, uh, like like uh, old uh, vanilla chocolate or whatever Lopes's uh, name used to be was saying. Chocolate uh, swirl. Uh, chocolate, chocolate swirl. swirl. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, he was, you know, he was talking about how the the chinook are starting to kind of close in on the Golden Gate. Well, the kokanee do the same thing here. The 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 Sacramento River, if you will, of Lake Tahoe is Taylor Creek, which right. is down here on the south right. end, and all the all the fish start migrating south. And so there's a pretty good sized troll fleet um, going back and forth along the south shore. And and you know I, I haven't spent a whole lot of time. The guys are talking about you know there's some real big ones, 14 inch. <laughs> yeah. So um, it would be hard I, for I me to get off 10 pound rainbows and and four and five pound brown trout to go chase those. You know. Would be. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Um, typically, what happens here in, in uh, later August is you know the fish start getting a little bigger and they they get thicker as far as the schools go. And uh, for me, if, if if we're not catching a kokanee about every the third, you know, three seconds, I'm not that I don't like to grind on them. There's other stuff to do, you know. Right. Right. So, um, although I did hear of a, a credible source, a guy got an 18 the other day. So that's yeah, that's getting to be a decent. Uh, Decent kokanee, so um, yeah, lots of lots of opportunity and lots of action, which is cool um, variety. And you know, they dumped cutthroat in last uh, fall, catchable size cutthroat, and, and I caught a couple this winter, but no one's seen one since. So that sounds like that's not working out so well. But uh, it you know, it'd be cool if those uh, those things got going like pyramids. You know, right. Get some twenty pound cutthroat in here would be a nice little bonus. But until then, everything else is going pretty well. Like I said, the weather's nice and. Um, it's summer in Lake Tahoe. What could be better, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, you know the, little, the boat ramps are a little crazy, um, but you know that's to be expected. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, and then I'm scheduled to go to Alaska August 31st uh, to go work up there on the Togiak. I'm not sure that's going to happen because of Alaska and their quarantine stuff. And then I was scheduled after that to go to the Trinity and clam with the fish for salmon, but the reservation is closed and they're going to make a decision today, August 1st, right. on whether or not the Hoopas and the Yurocs are going to open up the reservation. And the way things are going, I'm guessing probably not. 
So I may not be going to the Clamps and Trinity this year either. So Sac Metro, that's going to be my my fall, which is, you know, I've been doing that for a long time anyway, but uh, I might start a little earlier this year. Well, and it sounds like there's going to be some great fish. You know, I mean, all early signs are there's some really big fish out in the ocean and and coming through the gate and, uh, and headed this way. So, I mean, it sounds like a little above average size. So that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and as Graver can attest, I mean, we've been catching, um, you know, 12 pounders the last few years for, for the most part. I mean, there's been some bigger ones mixed in, but, you know, not like the old days when you, you'd average, uh, you know, 15, 17 pounds or something. Um, you know, that's a, that's a bigger fish in the last few years. So, yeah, uh, I look forward to, uh, of course, you gotta fight those longer. It takes longer to get them in, but. <laughs> That's a good thing for your clients. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. I, I forgot. I was, I was going on that. That was easy button. Thing. That was uh, that easy button <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, how can somebody? Uh, how can somebody come up and uh, and go fishing with you on Tahoe, man? Yeah, you got it. Uh, you can always call me nine one six nine five two one five five four, or hit the web at thesportfisher dot com, and uh, there's an online calendar there. You can see what's open and. Pick your days and do yeah. it all right there. Cool social media stuff. JD keeps you up to date on uh, everything going on, including what's going on with the NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association, uh, any of the bills that they're that they're chasing, any of the restrictions they're chasing, uh, and trying to trying to keep them from passing on us. So they, he does a great job uh, as well with his YouTube videos and, his podcast. and yeah, his podcast, really podcast cool stuff. Once a week. Yeah, he does. He does really. Yep, yep. Really cool stuff since he moved to Tahoe and he doesn't have a job anymore. Uh, he's, uh, he's nah. definitely. And he's taking naps and starting to become a coconut. Yeah, when he's not napping, yeah. he's putting up some really good content. So, JD Richie. That's right. And, and Kent, you need to, uh, we need to come up and go bass fishing sometime. I'm all over it, dude. I've wanted, it's on my bucket list and, and, uh, you know what? I'll drag a bass boat up there and we'll pay the whatever it costs to get it in the water, but we need to do that. You don't even need a bass boat. I got a bow mount trolling motor. We just. You know, if you can lower yourself to fishing out of the sled. I could do that. I think that's a deal. We're going to talk. We're going to talk off offline, okay? I want to do it. Okay, sounds good. All right, J.D. Ritchie, uh, I've wanted to do that forever because there's a that's ton of really, say, right? really Secret. good bass like, yeah, in the Keys. The there. Yeah, but, there's there's crappie, there's bluegill, there's right. bass, there's, you know, right. and so I've always wanted to do that. There's weed beds and docks. I like right. fish a clear lake, man. I'm all over it. should right. be a... Uh, should be fun. Hey, I, you know what? I almost forgot. I almost got away with it. Uh, it, uh, we want to make sure that we announce, um, the winner of the, uh, gun owners of California, 52 guns in 52 weeks raffle. They pulled the ticket yesterday. We get to announce the winner. All bets are off. Uh, there's only four short weeks, uh, and it's going to get ugly down there at the Capitol and they're, uh, they're doing all kinds of weird stuff. The only thing they know for sure is the session ends August 31st. Um, so, uh, they can't change the gun owner, gun, gun owner laws. They can't change that law. Uh, they, they, uh, they have till the 31st. You got to stay up to date with what's going on, uh, in this shortened session with our friends at gun owners of California. They'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on. Winner 31 of the 2020 gun owners of California, 52 guns in 52 weeks raffle ticket number 174. It's Austin Reed of Folsom, California. Congratulations, Austin. You've got a Henry repeating rifle target rifle and 22 long rifle. That's a lot of rifles, Sam. Did you read that when you did that? The staff at Gun Owners will be giving you a call next week to make arrangements for you to get your gun at Sportsman's Warehouse. You're going to have to do all the proper paperwork. Gun Owners of California in the 45th year fighting for your gun rights. Uh, they do a great job uh, making making sure that they're fighting for you out there every day uh, and, uh, and at the Capitol and uh, making sure they don't sneak anything in on you. So 
and they can't do all the fundraisers that they normally do throughout the uh, the year. So make sure that you are uh, are supporting our friends at Gun Owners of California. Lots of new boaters out there. Lots of folks uh, enjoying new boats and seeing it. Been on Folsom a little bit. You've been on the Delta a little bit. Uh, seeing seeing a lot of beautiful new shiny boats and. Uh, you know, you, you, you log on to Facebook and look at the Gone Fish and Marine page. There's a, there's a happy family standing next to a new pontoon boat or a new fishing boat or a new ski boat. Uh, you know, multiple times a day, you see them post a, a happy family with a new boat. And that's awesome. We're seeing a lot of boats being sold, obviously. Um, but the most important part is, is you have to know what's going on. And more importantly, really have to stress, you know, the whole making sure you're wearing life jackets and who better, you know, we run the commercials, you hear it, but who better to join us than uh, from California Department of Boating and Waterways, our friend, Melissa Miranda. What are you doing, girl? Good morning. Lots. I'm, I'm up. You, bright and early. Uh, you're up bright and early. Yeah. You, well, we like to, we like to do that to you once in a while. So uh, <laughs> we like to do that, man. You know what? We're seeing lots of new boaters, and uh, and even more so now. It's important that we really spread that message. Uh, you know about life jackets, kill switches, right. and uh, and and the boating card because that age is creeping up a little bit. You know, it was just a bunch of kids I had to worry about. But uh, but the boating card that is uh, that is mandatory you're supposed to have uh, that age is creeping up now this year to 35. That's right, and you hit the nail on the head with uh, you know all the new boaters, people heading out to the water. Um, that's the point of the California Boater Card Program: get boaters educated, um, make sure everyone stays safe on the water. Uh, things you're going to learn in your basic course, you know, you're going to learn basic rules of the waterways. Um, the importance of wearing a life jacket, the different types of life jackets that are available, um, your carriage requirements, things that are, you're going to have on board that are going to help keep you safe. Right. Um, you know, things that maybe you don't think about that, um, you know, aren't immediate need immediately needed, uh, typically, but in an emergency situation, absolutely. You would need something, you know, like a fire extinguisher and you want to make sure you're checking that and that it's active and it's not expired. Well, and that's the that's the biggest key is you know with the with the inflatable life jackets you have to make sure that they're not expired and that that they're still good. Right. And the time to find out that that the canister is not going to inflate the life jacket is not when you need it. Absolutely. That's, that's, yep. That's you always want to be thing. checking your equipment before you head out on the water, making sure all your kids are properly fitted for their life jackets, and that you're wearing your life jacket and being a good role model for those kids too. He, see a lot of photos like that where you know the the kids do have their life jackets on like required mom and dad don't and, right and you're right. like you know i mean and you're you're exactly right it it is a it is a role model deal i mean my daughter has been in my boat with me since you know since she could walk and she mm-hmm. i mean she knows you get in the first thing you do yeah the first thing you do when you get in the boat is put a life jacket on and and you know when you fire that outboard up we're going to have a life jacket on the whole time so um, I mean, right. it's, it's just and, you know, you the law it. for that is uh, under 13. But, you know, when when your kid hits 13, do you want them necessarily to not wear a life jacket? Yeah, like, negative. And why don't I have to wear a life jacket? Well, see, I wear a life jacket, so you wear a life jacket. Right, yeah. And she's 21. She still wears a life jacket when she gets in the boat. She knows that's just how it works and, 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 Love it. You know, what, and what we do. So uh, you guys do a great job with that. And obviously we're starting to hear the commercials and some new commercials on both shows, and, and that's cool. Woo-hoo. but. Uh, yeah, it's always, it's always fun. And, and, uh, 
uh, you know, we, we always find some excuses to give some life jackets away and things like that as well. So we, we always, uh, we always try we'll to keep help, them coming. Yeah. We help keep that, help keep that word out. So, so that part's good. And, and, uh, and we're, uh, we're super happy with, uh, with our, um, with our relationship, you know, with boating and waterways. And, and like I say, I've been at Folsom a little bit, uh, in the evenings and, you know, these hot summer days. And some beautiful new boats showing up out there. Just make mm-hmm. sure that you guys know uh, what's going on. And life jackets are so important. And if you haven't bought a beautiful new boat, well, it's time. Go out there and get one. So uh, that's, that's. Do you have a minute part. to hear about the California Boater Card Program? Absolutely, we do. It's it's super okay. important. So this year, it's 35 and younger that are required to carry the card. Uh-huh. Basically, the card is a verification that you've passed a, an approved boating safety course. We made it super easy for you. Everything's all in one place on CaliforniaBoaterCard.com. It's $10. Go there. $10 one-time fee. That card will last you your entire lifetime. Right. Um, you know, we have some free course options. We have some in-classroom options, which actually they're doing virtually right now. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, we also have some online options, some great interactive courses and um, and unknown um insider tip uh the division will actually be putting out an online exam as well so that will be coming out very soon i'll let you know so we can announce that to you guys um probably before we do any advertising for it so right um it'll be something super convenient for people to go on take it um it'll be free so you know it'll be just another free option for people and we're really not trying to make it complicated for anyone to get their card. We want people to get educated um, and keep those boaters safe on the water. Pretty easy to get on the website for California Department of Boating and Waterways. All the information's there. I was on it yesterday. Um, it's pretty easy to get all that information and and uh, and get the course underway. And and uh, a lot of you went thirty five. I didn't know that. And next year goes to forty. So uh, you yeah. know, I mean, in every year it jumps up. Uh, you know, every, every year it's going to jump up five. So in about 15 yep. years, Sep's going to need that boating card. So uh, <laughs> actually, so by 2025, all boaters, regardless of age, um, any motor. So yeah, any you motor. have a little trolling motor on your kayak, you're going to need it. Um, something else I just really quickly want to point out. We get a lot of messages about this. Um, if you Google California Boater Card, instead of putting CaliforniaBoaterCard.com in your URL, yeah. um, you're going to get ads for course providers that charge for courses. And they're great courses, and they're approved. And um, absolutely, if, if that's where you want to go, take the course. Uh, we've, we've got it streamlined so it connects to our you know platform for the application. Uh, for the the boater card, um, but I just want to point out you don't have to take a course that costs you thirty five to fifty dollars. We do have free course options, so um, you're going to get served those ads for those other course writers. Again, great courses, but if you go to our direct website through California State Parks Division of Boating Waterways, you're going to get all the courses listed for you, and you can choose from any of those thirteen approved courses that you want to take. Perfect. Makes it real simple. California Department yep. of Boating and Waterways. Melissa, we appreciate it as always. And uh, it's always fun when we get to hook up with you. 
Yes, thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful day. You got it. Always cool to uh, get to hang out with our friends from California Department of Boating and Waterways. You know what? I know you're sitting around going, what's the key word? What's the key word? Uh, I hadn't forgot about you for our keyword for our AMSOIL contest. And, uh, you know, they've got some great packets that they're going to be giving away. Uh, they're going to give two boating and fishing packs away. It's a, uh, each of the following products are M&P metal protector, gasoline stabilizer for your motor, uh, a glass cleaner and silicone spray, plus an aerosol straw holders and telescoping parts wand, uh, about a $60. Uh, retail packet, and then they're also going to be giving away a hunting packet as well, uh, and that's going to be M&P Metal Protector Mud Slinger, which keeps mud from getting on everything. It's pretty cool. You guy with a black truck might need some mud slinger. It's kind of cool. You right. spray it on your truck, and it just doesn't stick. So it's kind of a kind of a good deal. Firearm cleaner, uh, a protectant spray, firearm lubricant, and protectant, and uh, about a sixty dollar value as well. And I think Sep's going to be drawing. Um, these next weekend, I think it's, uh, I think the, uh, the ninth is when he's going to be, uh, doing the winner. So you are going to have an opportunity still to send Sep the keyword this week. Uh, and that is Patty Kelly, Patty Kelly from Amsoil, who puts this all together for us. Patty Kelly is the keyword and you need to send that along with your name, address and phone number so we can contact you. If you're the winner, uh, you need to send that along to Sep at seps.com. And uh, Sep will get uh, all that compiled, and by next Saturday, uh, he and Marilyn will be giving us the winners of that. So uh, our friends at Amsoil and uh, uh, giving some great packets away. So make sure that you do that, and uh, make sure that uh, that you're entered. Sep at seps dot com. Our keyword: Patty Kelly. Amsoil makes top quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil Synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Except no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. Kellyoil.com. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motor Home, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. 
And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhomes. Manteca! It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. Hey guys, a lot of anglers are fishing the braid to fluorocarbon combo. I know Captain Mike does a lot of that as well. The braid to fluorocarbon combo and it, it, it introduces you to a whole new bunch of knots, doesn't it? Uh, well, I just do the simple one for me is the Alberto knot. Yep. That's the one I use. I don't know a whole lot of knots, yeah. but that's the one I use. Yep. The so, Alberto knot. Alberto. And that's, that's the one Alan Fong has taught everybody. That's the one to he do. taught me. See yeah. He's I'm taught saying? all of us right. to do the Alberto knot. Right. The other knot that a lot of anglers are using is called the FG knot. FG the knot. FG knot. Yeah. It's online YouTube. Right. There's a million different videos uh, of folks showing you how to tie the FG knot. It's super effective in. You know, a lot of anglers are fishing, uh, you know, 10 to 14 to 20 pound test braid, uh, you know, with lighter fluorocarbon leader and, and all the way up to some of the bigger stuff as well. But, you know, the braided line, it, it's, it's very uh, abrasion resistant. It doesn't go bad. It doesn't absorb water. Uh, it's got a long shelf life when it's on your reel. And uh, all you have to replace is that last, you know, three or four feet. And what these knots do, this is not just, I know how to tie a knot because you don't. And when you start playing around, you know, without using, like you said, the Alberto or the FG knot, you're going to break fish off. But the other thing these knots do is they're very small. They're very thin. They're very compact and they go through the guides of the rods. So, uh, it's important, but uh, if you've been reading about it, thinking about it, a great opportunity, uh, you know, if you're using some of the, the great braided products from uh, Pure Fishing and their great fluorocarbon, 100% fluorocarbon uh, line as your leader uh, behind that, you're going to need to know, going to have to put a few more knots in your tackle box. So learn the Alberto knot, learn the FG knot, and they'll get you all squared away on it. You can go to YouTube like everything and uh, and find out how to do it. That's our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Oh, there's not a close to that one. <laughs> I forgot the close on the one earlier. Hey, it's not my show, dude. Okay. I'm, I'm just filling in for the guy who usually forgets to push the buttons in here. All right. You know, so he's laughing at me now and he's going to pick on me, but that's okay. Cause he has to fish like Barry Essa all the time. And we all know what I, how much I love that place. So yeah. let's, let's find out what's been going on at Barry Essa and uh, fish. It's been a great fishing summer up there. Uh, from T-Roy's guides for it was our buddy Troy Barr. Are you going to pick on me now? No, 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 no. Everybody's got their problems now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Troy. You're you're such a big help, and Graver appreciated that. He's sitting in studio yeah. with me. So. So, our problems yesterday are, uh, you know, people going in between uh, boats with water ski boats between you know, uh, 80 feet between uh, fishing boats yesterday. A lot of new yeah. boaters, didn't you hear? A lot of new boaters. Did you hear that whole segment we did on new boaters? I Come did. On. I did. You know, uh, everybody should take – and go to Barnes and Noble or wherever and get a rules of the road from the Coast Guard that me and Mike and every other captain had to take and read the damn thing a hundred times. <laughs> well, it's just summer and we're all grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Barry S is just wide open, man. I mean, it's, 
we're finding fish early in the morning right on the bottom, and then once all the boaters go over the top of them, they go out into real deep water, and we're, you know, we're, we're fishing them yesterday, you know, afternoon, 70 to 90-something feet deep. So they're really getting pushed down with the boat traffic and the heat, <laughs> both. I mean, it's a combo. It's a combo pushing those fish deep. Yeah, you know, the kokanee, when the heat and there's no pressure, they're they're real easy to get, you know. But, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock comes around and all the water skiers are out and you're dodging them and they're dodging you and the fish are just scattered and lockjawed. And, you know, the last couple of trips we had to put in, you know, six hours for 15 fish and, it, you know, we're usually done in, you know, two and a half, three hours. Right. Right. And, and all the more reason why when you're guiding and, and you have your clients out there, it's really, it's really better to do midweek. You don't do weekends at Berryessa this time of year. Nope. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy up there. What's water level like at Berryessa? It's still good, man. I think it's probably only down 20 feet, maybe Yeah. 25 max. And, um, it's good. The lake's healthy. The fish are big. You know, we're catching some of next year's fish right now. You know, they've been letting a lot of water out. It kind of, kind of got the fish a little stupid, but, um, <laughs> it's good, man. We're using bigger Dodgers, apexes. Hey, I'm a big um, proponent of stupid fish. I really am. I like stupid <laughs> there fish. There you go. Yeah. Well, we haven't caught a bass in a while. <laughs> well, yeah, there, they should be down there in that range. You get a lot of fish, you there. Know, you a lot of bass in that, yeah, 20 to 30 foot range big time. So, well, cool, man. How can somebody get on board and, and get out to Berryessa with you? We only got a handful of spots left for the month, guys. It's uh, 707-372-7599 and the web's fishtroys.com. Troy Barr, guys, get out there and go fishing with T-Roy. Uh, Barry S. is close. That's the cool part. Not a long drive, not a long trip. And uh, get out there and get 15 kokanee in the box pretty fast and and uh, on a normal weekday anyway, so not so bad. And if you're uh, launching your wakeboard boat out there and listening to KHDK right now, uh be nice to those guys out there trolling, would you? Be, be, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. I, I, I know. Get a clue. When I would get a clue. <laughs> Maybe I'll, you know what? We still have get a clue coming right after we talk to Netzel. Thanks, Troy. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon, All pal. Right. Hey guys, thank you, man. I was leaving Folsom the other day, and the one thing I said under my breath, the guy in the truck was laughing, was, "I'll be glad when I'm the only guy launching out here in December." Right. You know, when there's when there's ten boats out there, and you know nine of them. You know, it's it's, that's when I love my lake back. You know, it's got. But we gotta live with it. It's 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 all part of it. And and you know, for a guy that makes his living selling boats, buy more boats. It's a it's a good deal. Let's go up to the mountains. Let's go. Let's head up. I think he's on Stampede still. Uh, let's run up and hang out with with uh, Tightlines Guide Service, James Netzel. What's going on, Captain James? Oh, I've been about twenty five bucks on hold. <laughs> oh, stupid satellite. Just it's all right. Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, it started off slow this morning. The bite actually picked up better when the sun came up, which has been the case all week. And two weeks ago, if you weren't here for the first two hours, it was a struggle. But now, you can just sleep in a little bit and get fish. <laughs> so, a little more of a midday bite? You, you still there, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? Am I breaking up? Yeah, you were breaking up a little bit, but uh, we we got most of us. So you can sleep in a little bit then, and uh, and a little more of a midday bite. That's perfect for Sep. He's going to come up and see you. Yeah, he said that he's got doctor's appointments. You know, when you get old, you start having lots of doctor's appointments. <laughs> he's not old. He's um, bulletproof. I, 
Am I going to get in trouble? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Well, uh, well, I stay in trouble, so I never get in trouble. That's kind of a good thing. So, uh, that's, that's the good part. What's the size like? How, uh, how's, how's the size looking on the coconut up there at Stampede? Yeah, there's, they're still small. You know, we're, we're keeping 12 inches. We do have a 15 incher in the box. We got that early. Right. Uh, we've been getting one or two good fish today. And, you know, there's, there's small fish. There's lots of them, though. I mean, we're, it's, it's not uncommon to get 50 fish by 10 o'clock in the morning. You figure we got a dozen in the box now. We probably released just that many. And we started it at, at 5 o'clock. So not bad, not a bad day. Not a bad day. You'll have limits by when? Uh, I got five people on the boat today, so it's probably about ten or eleven. Gonna be gonna be a long gonna be a long day on that. So, are the fish starting to change colors at all up there, hook or anything? Is it still a little early for that? Oh, oh, it's it's, it's way early. We're at least a month before they even start uh, getting bigger mouths. They they still look like they're they're a June fish. Little silver rockets that are great eating fish. That's that's the cool part about the yeah. kokanee. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get we don't get dark fish until we get towards the very tail end of August into early September, and you start they still cut, so they don't get ugly until you know, mid to late September, and they start spawning in late October. So we, it's a really late lake. And the best part is the warmest weather you're dealing with is what about eighty five up there? Oh, I was dying yesterday. It was eighty five degrees. I had the air conditioner on down to sixty three because I'm so used to. Yeah, it was 38 degrees this morning. <laughs> oh, man, that's a little chilly, but great time to be uh, in the Sierras and at Lake Tahoe. How can they get a hold of you, get uh, get a trip up to Stampede? If they've got an August, uh, August trip planned up to the Sierras, how can they get on board? You uh, call me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fitlightlines.com, and the top color so far and it's just caught 90% of the fish is a watermelon uh, Paulina Peak spinner, uh, pink and green glow in the dark. Watermelon, pink and green glow in the dark. That's all you're going to need up there. Watermelon's just kind of standard. It's a summer thing, but uh, yeah, it's kind of standard yeah. on that, uh, on, on the whole kokety thing. Every time we talk to you guys, it's watermelon something. I don't think you could go wrong uh, with that. Buddy, we're going to let you go. We know that satellite phone's expensive, and in the future, let's call, we'll call you instead of you call us. How's that sound? Oh, that's, that's good. It doesn't cost me anything when you call me. See, there you have it. We'll work that out for you, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll make a note right, of thank that. You, All right. See you, James. James Nessel with Tight Line Guide Service. I think it's time we get a clue. Get a clue. Get a clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. It's so lonely in here without Marilyn to do a Get a Clue for us. But uh, she said that I could uh, I could do whatever I wanted with wow. Get a Clue. I'm, I'm waiting on pins and needles to hear this. Well, exactly right. But you know what? What I really wanted to talk about on our Get a Clue, because so many of us are getting out to go salmon fishing, to go down to the bay, to go up to the Sierras. They're getting the boats out. They're hooking them behind the truck, and they're, and they're towing them off. And, and a couple of things we want to pay attention to. One. 
uh, wheel bearings. Obviously, this is a great time of year. Amsoil, one of our sponsors here, uh, builds some great products, you know, the wheel bearing grease and all that kind of stuff. It is definitely time to make sure that your wheel bearings are, you know, grease lubed, good seals, not throwing oil all over the back of the, not just the front of the wheel, but you got to check the back of the wheel too. They start throwing grease out of the rear seals. You won't see it, but it'll throw grease all over uh, the back of the wheel as well. So you want to keep an eye on that. Uh, you want to check your air pressure in your tires because, you know, the boat sits for a long period of time. You also want to check those tires for cracks. Uh, so many of us go, plenty of tread. I've had those tires on that boat for 12 years. Well, that's a problem because they're a rubber product and they're going to crack. So you really need to pay attention to that. Make sure those tires aren't cracking. You're going to get a blowout. 110 inside of I-5 sucks. I've been there. It's no fun. The other things, uh, your spare tire on your boat trailer goes forgotten. Uh, it's on there. Got a spare. It's always there when we go fishing. But check the air pressure in that spare tire as well. Not a good time to find out you have two flat tires, the one you're swapping out and the one you're trying to put on there. So make sure that you're checking the air pressure on that spare tire. You want to do that. And with all of our new boat trailers, they have great new, great looking wheels. Uh, you know, they really set the boats off. You got to make sure that you have a socket and an extension and a, and a, and a, and a ratchet that you can take that wheel off with. It might be a thin wall socket even uh, with some of our new wheels. Chances are that the good old lug wrench underneath the back seat of your pickup ain't going to fit on your boat trailer. And most of you probably haven't checked it. Get a clue. You're doing nothing? Pull that thing out from under the back seat and see if it fits on your boat trailer. I bet you it doesn't. You're going to be down there at the local hardware store buying a socket extension and a ratchet. And don't put it in your pickup. Put it in your boat because your buddy might be towing your boat. You don't want it in your truck. See, get a clue. We got you all covered today. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and with that built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 
Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Well, Sepp is not here, as we've told you the uh, whole two hours, and we're wrapping it up in the last ten minutes. I've got Captain Mike Graber from Intimidator Sport Fishing. And was, we were just talking about our get a clue with the other thing to add into the boat, a four-by-four four, uh, piece, of, piece of wood, a uh, little angle cut at one side of it, so you don't need a jack. If you have a flat or, oh, you know, you got to take that tire off, you put it on a tandem axle trailer, you put it under the, the good tire and pull it up on top of it, and uh, you don't need to jack it up. So. And I, I, I tell you what, this show has a lot of uh, little quirky things yeah. that can definitely help you out fishing. I just kind of noticed that by sitting in there for three hours. cows and we've, sleeping yeah, cows we, we and have, bananas we have been and quirky. four by four. We have been quirky for but three it work, hours But it today. works though, man. Hey, man, you know, I know this is not your main deal because when the salmon start biting, you start thinking the striper should be biting right. too. Right, Um But the outlook for the Metro Salmon uh, fishing is pretty good right well, now. Well, yeah, we talked a little bit about that before, I, before you know, a couple hours ago about yeah. the salmon, and then we talked to JD. Yeah, um, he's going to have some troubles in some of the places that he fishes. So right. he said, "Looks like I'll be coming down the Sac Metro yep. a little early." Yep. Jay Lope says he's got five more weeks. Going to wrap it up. He's going to be in the and river. Then he's going to be in the river. And yeah. then we just had James Netzel on. He'll be who down. said in about a month they're going to be looking ugly for his kokanee. So he's going to be down. So uh, we're not scheduled to go back for our striped bass until October 1st. Um, I kind of left September kind of like, what are we going to be doing in September type thing? And now that we're getting such uh, good reports of nice big ocean salmon, um, if that can correspond to the SAC metro area, it looks like we're all going to be down there at Merritt's Landing this yeah. year because Garcia is going to be closed. For some maintenance and some construction. Right, so. for some construction. So it's going to yeah. be closed and, um, you know, oh, and Troy Bar. Yeah. So all of us all fished that Sacramento area for a long time, and it looks like we're all going to be there together. So now I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's going to be salmon. Well, and the good part is, is we're hearing, we're hearing about some above average three year old fish right. that are coming out of the ocean. Right. So you're starting to think, man, we, we might have maybe. a swing at some 20, right. yeah, 20, 25 pound fish today, right. this year. Right. You know, so, maybe that even illustrious 30 in the river. Right? right. So we'll, uh, we'll sit down in the Southern Comfort for one more month and then, uh, start throwing some gear together and, and start going looking around down there at Merritt's, I think. And then you'll, and then you'll also start playing around with those resident stripers. Right. The, for sure. In, yeah. That's, in, that's definitely going to be a go by October 1st. Yeah. Um, that was definitely the game plan all along. How then, early is too early if you're going to start looking for these Metro salmon? How early is too early? Well, I mean, it opens up, you know, July 16th. I mean, there's a couple fish being caught here and there. What's cool, what, what's cool is that, you know, I mean, it's, it's a king salmon that you can catch locally in the SAC metro area. So, right. I mean, there's not a whole lot of places throughout the world that has a run of king salmon. So, I mean, it's always worth a try to go out, right. you know, and, and try to and try to get them. I just wouldn't go out there every day and burn eight, ten hours trying to get yourself a salmon. Yeah. Because you're just going to burn yourself out. You know, You'll know out, when they're early. biting when you drive over the bridge right. at uh, the American right. Air Discovery and you see lots of boats. Right. They're in. But I mean, don't sit out yeah. there all day in the heat and with right. the, with the other wreck, with the wreck boaters that come out late in the afternoon. Morning, you know, afternoon. Yeah. Kind get, of thing. get out there early, right? Get yeah. out there first, first light. Give it a couple hours. Right. You catch something. You catch something. If you're not, go home. 
wait a couple days, you know, because you got to catch them as they're coming through. As they're coming through, just don't burn yourself. So out if on it, if know? you're kind of in that, if you're kind of in that hunting mode, you're trying to right. find them. Are you are you gonna anchor up and still fish? You know, flatfish spinners, spoons. Are you gonna troll? What again, are you gonna do? Again, it, 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 again, it's just uh, what what kind of effort do you want to put into it? You mm-hmm. know. For, for our clients, we, we mainly troll for them. Right. If I was going to go out, me and you or me and Alan Fong, uh, we'd go out and spoon for them. Right. It's just the technique that I prefer. Right. Um, you know, if you want to just really not work, then you're just going to anchor up with a quick fish. So, you know, again, Sac Metro Salmon, use that as a highway. They're just traveling through. You have to be there at the right time when that school comes through there. So um, just any way you want to target them, you know, is is, is – your choice. See, growing up, we used to we used to spend a lot of time in the Verona area. Obviously, I've told right, you that, right. but we used to spend a lot of time out there. But we really didn't focus on salmon until October. I think we were always a right. little late. Right. Uh, we right. were in the heart of the run, obviously, right. or towards the end of the run. The fish were getting a little dark. Right. But uh, but you know, I mean, I we we never thought about salmon fishing in August and September. No, still still kind of still kind of a, a little early. Yeah. Um, September, mid September is kind of. When everybody starts, you know, the school the kids guys. go, yeah, the old right. days, kids right. would go back to right. school, right. Now, start to cool off right. a little bit. Now, McCollamy, McCollamy system that I also like to fish, that's more a uh, World Series. So October, a little, yes. bit, a little bit later in the run, all the way up until it closes. Well, that was December. it. We always sat out there and listened to the baseball games right. on the radio right. while you were salmon fishing. Right. So yeah, right. I mean, you would, that was, right. you, that was the key. You knew that, that that was going on. So let's see. Cows, bananas, cows, baseball, bananas. baseball. I mean, I mean, that's, that's pear trees, like, sandhill cranes, and snow though. geese. We've covered it's all, it all. It's all, it's all correlated into yeah. when the fishing is at its best and, and when it's good and when it's not. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that part's, that part's pretty cool. It is. And, uh, and the Delta, a lot of boat traffic on the Delta right now. But, uh, yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last weekend, definitely a lot. You know, I'm right there at KPL. So, um, it's been a real windy summer so far. Yeah. And so I hear all those guys, uh, getting off pad when they start coming out. I'm like, oh, here he goes. Ba-boom. 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 Yeah. No, they suddenly realize the San Joaquin meets right. the McCollamy. Exactly. In a straight line. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it, it gets a little bumpy down right. there, but, um, any stripers being caught down here at all? Uh, you know, I'm not hearing a whole lot. Um, I see a few guys, uh, coming into the marina trying to get some bait to go out there. I'm not, not hearing a whole lot, but yeah. mostly just the bass fishing guys out there right now. Hey, well, speaking of bait, Ken Brown from Bodega, Bodega Pat Tackle, and we mess all that up, but right. speaking of bait, he sent us a message. Uh, he says, Hey, we're on our way back with a load of anchovies for our Tamales bait customers. So oh, yeah. if you're going to Tamales, uh, they're gonna, Bodega Tackle's gonna have, uh, gonna have some, uh, uh, some anchovies down there. Sounds like he's on his way back. So he's got you covered. So you might want to make sure that you... Tamales Bay, man, that's a hidden little secret that a lot of locals fish and, uh, yeah. white sea bass, halibut and an occasional striped bass in there. Yeah. Any salmon going to make their way into that too? I don't know if they come in there or not. Right. It's kind of like a lagoon in there. Kind of like a lagoon, but there'll right. be, there's plenty, plenty to do there, but, right. uh, sounds like Ken at Bodega, pa- uh, Bodega Tackle. Uh, it's going to have that. I want to give you a reminder real quick because we snuck it in on you. Uh, the, uh, the keyword in our Amsoil contest. So last week for you to send a keyword into SEP at seps.com along with your name, address and phone number to be entered to win one of the three great kits from our friends at Amsoil. Uh, Patty Kelly is this week's keyword. Patty Kelly, uh, who's kind of put all that together for us. Uh, she was on the show with us, but 
definitely uh, want to send your uh, keyword to sep at seps.com along with your name, address, and phone number so we can notify you uh, if you win. A lot uh, a lot going on there. We were going to try to get Mark Blanton off from Gone Fishing Marine today. Uh, he got tied up this morning and, and probably delivering another boat. But uh, they'll get you all squared away down there, get you you know your boat serviced. And if you're that September, October salmon guy, uh, this would probably be a good time to find out how long it's going to take him to you know, do a service, get that motor running and, and get everything squared away. So, uh, not a bad time to start thinking about that as well and, and get that boat, uh, get that boat going. So you're headed back to the Southern Comfort. Are you going to fish? Uh, no, I'm not going to fish. Just heading back to the Southern Comfort, just relaxing with, uh, with Miss Intimidator and the dogs and just, uh, just, just relaxing, man. Just, you know, just, I kind of live the life of Riley, you know, I fish hard. Yeah. And then I just relax. Right. And nap. And, and I think I, I think I'm, I may wind up on the California dawn tomorrow for a little halibut well, trip. Would you have a great time? Yeah, would, would the boys go with Ish and, and right. a few of the boys and cool. uh, get to go hang out with James? That should be, nice. uh, should be fun. So I'm going to try to make that happen today. I'm not 100% positive. I'm going to pull it off. I don't have a validated hall pass for that quite yet, but I'm, <laughs> But I'm pretty sure we're going to do that. Hey, I want to thank everybody for uh, hanging out with us. Hopefully, we didn't derail your uh, derail your ship too bad, Seth. We kept it off the rocks as dear as we could. Thanks to Mike Graver for coming Thanks in, for me, making yeah. the trek, and hanging out with me this morning. Always fun to get to do that. And Jay Mars in studio for his sixth consecutive day this week with a 4 a.m. wake up call. He looks like it, but that's okay. Uh, it's always fun. You can catch him Monday through Friday with Carmichael Dave here in KHDK as well. Does a great job. Always fun to have Jay Mars in here. Uh, you guys wear your life jackets. Be be careful out there. It's crowded. Get out there. Catch a few fish. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.